0: Insufficiently noticed, the world now faces two crucial deadlines which will affect the very basic issue of war or peace. By March thirty-first, two thousand 2015, six major powers must reach a framework agreement with Iran on its nuclear policy to replace the Provisional Pact in existence since 2013 by june the 30th 2015 agreement on the details of that framework must have been attained as the p5 plus 1 negotiations with iran over the future of its nuclear policy approach their penultimate session maybe even their ultimate one, if agreement proves elusive, President Barack Obama placed these crucial negotiations in an interesting light as he reflected that the Iran nuclear weapons issue had been a constant part of his political career. The P5 plus 1 refers to the five major powers which are permanent members of the United Nations Security Council the United States, Russia, China, Britain, and France, plus Germany as the largest, most influential trader with Iran. Obama was giving an exclusive interview to the Reuters White House correspondent Jeff Mason, which Reuters helpfully have made available on the Internet. Obama stressed the Iran nuclear issue had been a constant both in his political career and during his presidency. We
1: actually share a goal. Which is making sure Iran does not have a nuclear weapon. Uh, that's something that I committed to when I was still a senator. Uh, it was a solemn pledge that I made before I was elected president. And everything that I've done uh, over the course of the last several years uh, in relation to Iran has been in pursuit of that policy. There is a substantial disagreement in terms of how to achieve that. And, you know, what it boils down to is, Uh, what's the best way to ensure that Iran is not developing a nuclear weapon?
0: Obama then introduces a key aspect of the P5 plus 1 strategy in their negotiations with Iran, the pursuit of a one-year breakout period. What
1: we've said from the start is by organizing a strong sanctions regime globally, what we can do is bring Iran to the table. And by bringing Iran to the table, force them to have a serious negotiation in which, A, we are able to see exactly what's going on inside of Iran. B, we're able to create what we call a breakout period, a timeline, where we know if they were to try to get a nuclear weapon, it would take them a certain amount of time. And the deal that we're trying to negotiate is to make sure that there's at least a year between us seeing them try to get a nuclear weapon and them actually being able to obtain one. And as long as we've got that one-year breakout capacity, that ensures us that we can take military action to stop them, if they were to stop it.
0: Obama stresses that one corollary of this strategy is that Iran must keep its nuclear program just where it is for at least 10 years, and that additionally, Iran may not accept the P5 plus 1 demands for rigorous inspection.
1: Now, we're still in the midst of negotiations. What I've said consistently is we should let these negotiations play out if, in fact, Iran is willing to agree to double-digit years of keeping their program where it is right now and, in fact, rolling back elements of it that currently exist. Double-digit years. Double-digit years. If we've got that and we've got a way of verifying that, there's no other steps we can take that would give us such assurance that they don't have a nuclear weapon. Now, Iran may not agree to... The rigorous inspection demands that we're insisting on, they may not agree to the the low levels of enrichment capability they would have to maintain to ensure that their breakout is at least a year. But if they do agree to it, it would be far more effective in controlling their nuclear program than any military action we could take, any military action uh, Israel uh, could take, and far more effective than sanctions – uh, will be. And we know that because during the period in which we applied sanctions for over a decade, Iran went from about 300 or a couple of hundred centrifuges to tens of thousands of centrifuges in response to
0: sanctions. Now I have to make a clarification. The primary focus of Obama's interview was actually not the Iran negotiation with the P5 plus one. Reuters obviously sought the interview and Obama obviously gave it because they were both primarily concerned with the blatantly political visit to the United States by Israel Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to lobby against that P5 plus 1 negotiations and whatever it might achieve. So when he was asked his reaction to Netanyahu's visit, Obama first emphasized...
1: Well, first of all, I think it's important to realize the depth of the U.S.-Israeli relationship. Uh, Under my administration, uh, billions of dollars have gone to support uh, Israel's security, including the Iron Dome program that has protected them from uh, missiles firing uh, along their borders. Uh, The military and intelligence cooperation is unprecedented. Uh, That's not our estimation. That's the estimation of uh, the Netanyahu government. And that bond is unbreakable. And so we need to make clear uh, from the outset uh, how strong uh, our alliance with Israel is.
0: But Obama also stressed that the big picture must be the priority.
1: Our focus should be, how do we stop Iran from getting a nuclear weapon? Now, keep in mind, uh, the prime minister, uh, when we uh, signed up for this interim deal, that would essentially freeze Iran's program, roll back its highly enriched uranium, its 20% highly enriched uranium, uh, and so reduce the possibility that Iran might break out while we were engaged in these negotiations. When we first uh, announced uh, this interim deal, Prime Minister Netanyahu made all sorts of claims. This was going to be a terrible deal. This was going to result in Iran getting... $50 billion worth of relief. Iran would not abide by uh, the agreement. None of that has come true. Uh, It's turned out that, in fact, during this period, we've seen uh, Iran not advance its program. In many ways, it's rolled back elements of its program. And we've gotten more insight into what they're doing with more vigorous inspections than even uh, the supporters of an interim deal uh, suggested. So the question is this. If, in fact, uh, we are trying to finalize a deal, uh, why not wait to see, A, is there actually going to be a deal? Can Iran accept the terms that we're laying out? If, in fact, Iran can accept terms that would ensure a a one-year breakout period for 10 years or longer, and during that period we know Iran is not developing a nuclear weapon, We have inspectors on the ground that give us assurances that they're not creating a covert program. Why would we not take that deal when we know the alternatives, whether through sanctions or military actions, will not result in as much assurance that Iran's developing a nuclear weapon? There's no good reason for us not to let the negotiations play themselves out. Then we'll show here. Here's the deal that's been negotiated. Does it make sense? And I am confident that if, in fact, a deal is arrived at, that it's going to be a deal that is most likely to prevent
0: Iran from getting a nuclear weapon. Asked if he was angry with Netanyahu, Obama got in a sly dig at Netanyahu's speaking to Congress.
1: This is not a a personal issue. I, I think that it is important for every country in its relationship with the United States uh, to recognize that the U.S. has a process of making policy. And although we have separation of powers, ultimately the interaction with foreign governments runs through the executive branch. Uh, that's true whether it's a Democratic president or a Republican president, and that's true regardless of how close uh, the ally is.
0: Have Israel's actions affected the ability to secure an overall deal with Iran?
1: I think that it's been a distraction. I think that in the meantime, negotiators are going full speed ahead. Ultimately, what's been remarkable is the international unity we've been able to maintain in uh, saying to Iran, you have to show the world that you are not pursuing a nuclear weapon. You can have very modest enrichment capabilities for peaceful use so long as There is a vigorous enough inspection process that we have assurances that you are not obtaining breakout capacity. And the biggest challenge right now to getting a deal is for Iran to recognize this is its path in order to ultimately reenter into the community of
0: nations. So who is to blame for the present situation? Netanyahu for trying to manipulate the U.S. Congress to undermine progress towards a nuclear deal, or the Republican-dominated U.S. Congress for trying to manipulate Netanyahu to end any progress towards a nuclear agreement.
1: What we should not do is to try to uh, jettison the talks, undermine the talks, Uh, I'm less concerned, frankly, with Prime Minister Netanyahu's uh, commentary than I am with Congress uh, taking actions that might undermine the talks before they're completed. And what I've said to members of Congress, both Democrats and Republicans, is there will be plenty of time for us to reapply sanctions, strengthen sanctions. Uh, to take a whole range of other me- measures if in fact we do not have a deal. But what we should not do is prejudge the deal and initiate sanctions that might allow Iran to walk away and claim that in fact the United States uh, is the one that has, uh, that has eliminated the path of diplomacy.
0: Obama is asked, what is his assessment of the percentage likelihood of a nuclear deal coming through? since he has said before that it was less than 50%. You know, I would
1: say that uh, it, it is probably still more likely than not that uh, Iran doesn't get to yes, but I think that, uh, to, in fairness to them, they have been serious negotiators, and they've got their own politics inside of Iran. Uh, it is more likely that we could get a deal now than perhaps three or five months ago. Uh, but we, but there are still some big gaps uh, that have to be filled.
0: Will these gaps be filled this month, or at least before the end of June? Obama is probably hoping that his touch of pessimism will stimulate a positive response. But the future remains uncertain for now. It is possible that Netanyahu has made a nuclear deal much more likely with his combative approach to the negotiations.